Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Iglap. Of course, it's me, your host, Paolo. And for today's episode, we have another returning guest. The last time she was here was last season. So um, it's pretty awesome that you know I get to have people who were here in the past, you know, experience the new Iglap. So that's great. So before I get to the, to her and you know begin the episode, I'd like to thank our sponsors. So thank you so much to Masquemore Manila, to Swagat Indian Cuisine. And to Comicette. All right, guys. So our guest for today, uh, she's been here before. She basically, not really basically, but she's a sensualist who is also into, you know, she's also a flow artist and into rope switch. And she dabbles into using rope as a tool for connection and sensation. So welcome back to Iglap, uh, Danny. So hey, Danny, how are you? Hello, I'm back after I don't know how long. Season. Just like season. <laughs> not that long. Yeah, but that was months ago from what I remember. True. So I'm not sure if you've been watching, uh, but usually now what we do is I ask the guest to tell our listeners something about themselves that, that's like a fun fact that not a lot of people know. A fun fact. Hubad na hubad ako. I think a lot of people know na hubadera ako. What I think what they I don't mean, know is that I like cold spaghetti. Pizza, right? I'm sorry. I like cold spaghetti. Like alam mo yung tipong galing. Alam mo yung favorite ko dante when I was young. <laughs> Mukha mo na hatawa. So favorite ko dante when I was young. Um, bumibili sa McDonald's ng spaghetti. And pag hindi namin nahain nila lagi siya sa loob ng ref. So, pag nalamigan na yun, that's the, my favorite part. As in, kukunin ko yun from the ref and then kakainin ko siya straight out of the ref. Kasi malamig siya. So, I don't know. I love the the cold sensation. <laughs> Anong mukha yan? I think there's a concept of cold, eating cold noodles around the world. It's not something out of this world. Or maybe because it's spaghetti and it's coming out of the ref and I just eat it straight. Hindi ko siya iniinit. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that's not the worst, you know. I get like cold pizza, you know, but cold spaghetti? Like, was it I don't know why. I just like it. I just like the taste. I just like the, the feel. Hmm? You at least mix it before you eat it? Yeah, of course I mix it. Pero gusto ko yung malamig. As in, gusto ko malamig na malamig. I'm a normal human being. It's just that I have different tastes when it comes to food sometimes. Okay. Um, well, that was certainly something I didn't expect. All right. So, Danny, uh, so we want to talk about you. Ako na naman. Char. What? <laughs> What do you want to know? Or siguro sa mga taong hindi alam kung anong ginagawa ko, yeah. where do you want to start? Because I do a lot of things at this point I in know. my life. Let's start, out, let's start out with flow artistry. Like, what is that? Yeah. Okay, so flow arts is what I do when I'm, I guess, I want to rest or I want to express myself in a different way. So when you flow... It just means that you're letting your body do what it needs to do. Well, for me, it's dancing. And the way I do it is through the use of boy. 
So for people who don't know, poi is the usual thing that you use for fire dancing or most people would know what poi is based on how fire dancers dance. Um, nanonood ka, pupunta ka ba sa Burahay? Kasi may mga fire dancers doon. Yeah, but it's called, so the torch is called a poi? It's not torch, but it's one of the flow toys that we use. So some people use staff, some people use poi, some people use bugeng. So there are many ways to express flow. It's just that I just am drawn to the poi as my flow toy. Okay, so it's basically a dance then. Yeah, um so, yung kasi, they use they use flow arts to perform. Ako naman, I just use it to express myself or nyari. Um before, pansin ko sa akin, when I'm bothered by something or I have certain emotions that I cannot express, sometimes my body just wants to move. So the way I move is through doing flow arts. So parang siya nagiging meditation ko. Moving meditation. So when you, med- when you meditate, kasi diba, sometimes you just sit down and then you just let yourself not think about anything. But for me, mas gusto ko gumagalaw ako. So through moving... Dahil intuitive na siya sa akin, yung, yung na-memorize ko na yung mga patterns na gusto ko, gawin sa boy, and the different moves that I'm familiar with. Sometimes, nagkakaroon ako ng conversation with myself during that time. So, while I'm yeah, doing something with my arms, I have certain voices or siguro a voice inside my head that asks me, okay, how are you feeling today? <laughs> and while I'm dancing, I all, already am having... A certain conversation inside my head. So there was one time when I was you know, stressed from work. I went to the park and I was flowing with my boy and I was particularly stressed. So I was telling myself, okay, why are you stressed? What's stressing you out while I'm dancing? So in some ways, it's my way of releasing tensions in the body the way my body knows how. And it's it's one of the best ways for me to have fun, to explore many things. And it has taught me how frustration feels like. Because there are things where if there are times wherein you would try to learn a certain move and you couldn't nail it the first time. Of course, like everything, you have to practice it again and again and again and again. But sometimes even if you practice it again and again, you still don't get it. And it, when somebody taught me earlier on when I was learning it, was that when you're starting to get frustrated, just let it go. Don't use it. Because the more that you do something in a frustrated state, the more that your mental, mental I guess, the, the things you're thinking about is the frustration and not anymore the learning of it, the learning of the move or having the patience to do it. So it has trickled down, or the lessons that I learned trickled down to some of the aspects in my life. What do I do? I stop. I walk away. And, and when I'm calmed down, I go back to it with a different mindset rather than pursuing something in frustration, basically. So, okay, I'm not sure if I understood it correctly, no? So flow artistry is a dance, but you need a particular tool. So that boy or a or a or those mm-hmm. other stuff, right? 
not necessarily because there are some people who flow without needing props like how okay, dancers um, yeah so like okay let, let me correct myself so there's a certain set of moves you need to follow not really so what's the difference between flow art and just dancing um, it's just a flow arts kasi meron kaming mga props and the way you flow with the props is through different moves. I mean, if you create your own, well and good. But so you need we, a prop? For, um, depends on you. When you have a prop, there are certain moves that you need to do when you learn right. it. So learning how to do the three-beat weave, learning how to do the fountain, those things are part of being able to flow with the prop. If you don't know anything, you just spin it, right? But when you start learning the moves, you start unlocking different possibilities of, you know, learning how to do flower patterns with it, learning how to create your own dance moves according to... To the different, I guess, um, moves that you unlock, basically. Because in some ways, flow is just what it is. Like, learning how to just move, letting things pass through you. And there are different modalities. It's just that flow arts just uses props. But there are people who flow who don't need props. They just need their bodies to express it. Like, how dancers if you know how to dance if you know how to dance ballet before you have a certain discipline na, and you can just move or some people don't really need to have a certain discipline they just want to move their bodies and that's letting yourself express it without the need to know anything i guess it's abstract for you because you don't know what it's like yeah you can tell by my puzzled face yes I think you need to experience it before knowing what it is. It's just what okay. Have you had an instance wherein you're just listening to music and the music moved you so much that you just moved your body without thinking about the dance that you're going to show? Yeah. That's basically yeah. what flow is. You're just letting oh. yourself move. It's just that because we have props, we have okay. different ways of expressing it. We just have different, more ways, more showy ways to express what we want to express through the props that we're using. So would you so say... Basically, that, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so basically, a prop is more of an extension of ourselves. And it's just us. Parang a visualization of what what is happening inside of us or what what we wish to flow out from our bodies. Okay, so basically, would you say that the, the difference between dancing and flow is more on dancing, you could just dance without feeling, right? Like you're just memorizing mm. the steps, things like that. Mm. While flow artistry somewhat has a purpose and a meaning. Is that a fair assumption? Sometimes... Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes you just feel like doing it without the reason. You don't really have to what have a reason. The reason is, it happens. Yeah, what if the reason is it's just you felt like it? Yeah, that the that's okay. Result? There's no right or wrong when it comes to flowing because it's up to you. At the end of the day, it's how you feel like doing it. 
so the song that I actually danced to randomly because mm. I discovered it again. It was a song from my childhood. Do you know the song Tragedy by Steps? No. Honey, how could you not know that song? We're only three years apart. I don't know. I don't listen to... Uh, wait, I don't... I think I know it if I but I don't know the... I don't Please know. listen to it. <laughs> I'll try to listen to it later. Not I don't have We'll listen to it later. No, but yeah. Um. Okay. No, because you know, for me, as someone born with like two left feet, uh, yeah. Because like when when you were describing flow a while ago, the first thing that came to my mind, like how I imagined this, is you know, Sia, right? The the, the singer Sia. Yeah, you know her song with what's that song with Shia LaBeouf in the music video? Um, Elastic Heart or yeah, yeah, Elastic Heart, Elastic Heart. So, you know how that ballet girl—I forgot the girl's name—but the little girl, the way yeah. she was dancing in the video. That's how I kind of imagined flow artistry. Yeah, uh, you I mean, in that music video. Yes, I have. Okay. Oh, I thought you were gonna add something. <laughs> I, I I have watched it and I feel like there's I guess from the perspective then of someone who didn't start flowing before there's this intimidation that comes because oh yeah I have to know how to do what she's doing in order yeah. to flow but sometimes just listening to music and just dancing to the beat of your own body drum. or to your own drum it, it's basically what it is is you expressing yourself and how how wonderful it is like oh when i listen to music that i like and my body just wants to go dance whatever it needs to flow out whatever move comes out there there isn't any judgment because that's how my body wants to communicate and and a lot of people have this perception that you have to dance good not necessarily. What if that's how your body feels like, you know, moving? I mean, there shouldn't be any judgment when it comes to that. And I feel like a lot of people judge themselves or compare themselves to other people who have different modalities of dance that they've had already. Like, nyare, yung partner ko ngayon, he has so many dance backgrounds. And I look at myself when I dance, it's like, okay. There is a comparison because he has more backgrounds. He can unlock certain moves that I cannot fathom. I cannot see myself doing. And as much as I want to do the same thing, I can't because I didn't learn it. It's either I suck around and say, hey, I can't do that. Or I can always ask him to say, to, to teach me, to learn from him. Or maybe if I don't want to do what he's doing to a certain extent, but a different, like, a part of it, um, moving my hands a certain way, I can just ask him, hey, can you teach me? So that next time, now that I learned what it, you know, that dance move or that particular move, I can incorporate it in the way I dance and flow. So, like, if I were to do that, I would be like, why? <laughs> you got the reference, right? 
Yes, I got the reference of what IYMCA is. Okay, I'm just making sure. You made me feel old about steps. Kasi. So, okay. So, I guess the thing is, okay, so, sorry, going back to Elastic Heart now. So, would you say that's similar to flow artistry, like how they are moving in that music video? I think that was choreographed, eh. Well, there are okay. flow artists yeah. who also choreograph. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, let's not go too much into the weeds. Mm-hmm. I, what I mean is like the movement, not necessarily mm-hmm. whether it got choreographed or whatnot. Okay. The movement is, um, how do you say it? I forgot the particular. I think it's in improv, the way. They, they dance. I forgot. I forgot how it's called. Pero ayun. Um, some people move like that. Some people do. Parang wala kang, when you look at it, parang walang choreography, because sometimes you just feel it. And yeah. ibaren when you're when you have a partner and you dance together, sometimes you just it just makes sense to move a certain way, and there is no reason to, parang parang. Hindi mo na pinag-iisipan. You don't think about it anymore. But at that moment, it just feels right. It just feels right for me to move here while they move to the other side. It just feels right to go up rather than down. It is. I feel like it's more of an intuitive practice. And I know this is just my perspective. It's not everyone's pers- everyone's perspective when it comes to things. It's just that when I practice flow, it's more of an intuitive practice wherein I just let myself feel what needs to be felt and express it through what my body feels like doing. And um ginagamit ko rin yung flow na yon when it comes to rope. So with that one, um have you ever done flow when you were like sad? You know, like really sad? Yeah. And how I'm curious, like I want to know about your experience because I mean, each of us, we, we feel things differently, right? Uh, perfect example, pain. I could fall from my bike, just get up, remove the dirt from my knee, even if there's a wound, and just bike away. Or, you you know, you could fall, feel like you're dying for one hour, then you'll be okay, right? But when you use flow, you know, because let's say really sad, right? Like Olivia Rodrigo, traitor levels of sad. Uh, very specific in song, like though. Have you listened to that song? I have heard of it, but I haven't You must listen to that song. She is like 19 years old, Danny, and you know, I just want to fly to the US and be like, Olivia, who hurt you? Like, who really hurt you? <laughs> who hurt you? You're 19. For you to write such painful music, you sound like a 30-year-old. Please do listen to it. It's such a it's a great song. What song? What song? So it's and Traitor. Traitor's the title by Olivia Rodrigo. Parang bigat, no? Hearing so, the title bigat, pala. Traitor. But, but, you know, the thing with me is I appreciate sad music a lot. Like, you know, when you're happy, you can write about anything. I mean, yeah, that's random style. I mean, right? Or, or, you know, whatever. But when you're sad and you can write a sad song, that people can relate to and whether it helps them heal or whatnot, then that's legitimate talent there. You know, so please do give it a yeah. listen. Like, oh. 
Like, I really want to ask you, like, who hurt you? Can I just punch the person for you? Then can you stop writing sad songs? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you you listen to driver's license, right? No. Where were you last year? <laughs> I don't really well, the things that I listen to are not necessarily like top hits or from people you know. So usually okay. I just listen to flow music. So Okay, okay. But yeah, please do give Traitor a listen to though. Like please, mm. please and let me know what you think. But sorry, going back. Um so you you do your flow artistry even when you're sad. I'm just wondering yeah. when you're sad and you do your flow. How does it get out of your body, the, the negativity, the, the, the sadness and all of that? Well, it depends. For me, because I'm very expressive. So, means I'm not going Or, tipong, if I'm not going to be able to do during it, i through tears. Or sometimes just moving around just helps. Because, in so many ways, like we are taught to not express our emotions. Yung tipong pag kahit nga naiiyaka, diba? Parang, no, just suck it in. Don't let anyone see you cry. And for me, one of the best ways to express myself is through dance. So, if I'm happy, I dance. If I'm sad, I dance also. But it may be different in terms of how it will look like the songs that mm-hmm. I will listen to, the, yung, ano, ganun eh. Um, if, when I'm happy, I listen to joyful music. When I'm feeling um, sexy, I listen to music that makes me feel sexy, that helps me emit that sexiness. And when I feel a certain um, wave of sadness, I listen to music that emulate that sadness. And I just, you know, sometimes I just stand there and just know, sway, sway. I mean, there's no certain way for me to move when I'm sad. It's just that my body just lets me know how I should move at that particular moment. And I just let myself feel and express myself. Or even if hindi naman ako gumagalaw na nakatayo or nakahiga na paikot-ikot sa floor, pwede naman na nakaupo lang ako blanket on top of me and I just hold myself and I just sway myself. That's one way to express myself in terms of flow. There isn't any certain way that you need to do it because there is no right or wrong way to flow. It's just that it is what it is. I cannot explain it anymore other than you just letting yourself do what you need to do. Okay. So, like with that one, I'm curious. So, you mentioned that you do listen to happy music and that you also listen to sad music. So, can you name like a few sad songs that you listen to when you do your flow? Sad song. Hindi ako si sad ngayon eh. Wala akong maisip. But I mean, I'm sure you have like a go-to song for your sad songs when you do flow. I mean... Hmm. Because <laughs> when when I'm sad, usually I I listen to music that calms me down. Oh, okay, okay. Just give us a title of a song, just so I I, I have an idea. It's not a 
title of a song. I just go on YouTube and I look for songs that are ano lang, where songs that make me feel black. <laughs> oh, so it's like a compilation, then it's like a mix mm, of different. So sometimes artists, you just you just flow with it. Na tipo, oh, eh, or, okay, okay. Um, ano lang, calming music. Sometimes I sometimes I just listen to. Alam mo, I'm a Disney girl, so sometimes I just listen to orchestra renditions of um oh mga ganon or yung parang yun sa Cinderella yung Cesar Lamour um so this is love na ano na renditions na na orchestra like slow and you know sometimes you just listen to that just so I'm curious what's your favorite Disney princess song like it has to be a song sung by a Disney princess. I've I've always been particularly drawn to Ariel when I was a child, but now as an adult, I'm more into Rapunzel. Rapunzel, I see the light. Yes, yeah. you know, right. strong, independent okay. woman who married her man years after they met. So Mulan. Me, me, I'm okay. And then, must you saw Rapunzel than Mulan? No, but you know, it's, you know that 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 uh, Tangled is the title. Tangled, yes, Tangled. That's honestly for me one of the best modern Disney songs. Beautiful, hmm. you, you know, I like so, it, yeah. But you know, it's a song I really like, and I'm gonna sound like such a villain, but it's not that it's I not Disney. Like no, 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 no. What? No, I do like that song, but a song that I like from a Disney film, it's not sung by, by a Disney princess, is Hellfire from Hunchback. Oh, Hunchback of, of Notre um, Dame. What's his name? The, 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 the Cardinal, I think. Is he Cardinal? The dude? Yeah. Is it? He should, wait, About his sorry. lust for. What's her yeah, name? Yeah, what's yeah, yeah. What's your name? Shucks the Gypsy? Uh, Esmeralda. Esmeralda. Like that song was so lustful. I'm like, as a kid, you don't really know the meaning. You're just like, this guy's freaking the shit out of me. Frollo. His name is Frollo. Frollo, yeah. And when you're an adult and you listen to the lyrics, you're like... Yeah, but he's very seduced by the gypsy. But to be honest, the gypsy is just doing what she wants to do. Like, she's just expressing herself. She's not doing anything. Exactly. But he feels as if... She, she was is. seducing him. Which, okay, like, I don't know we were going to get to this part, but like... No, it's okay. It's how, fun to talk about this. No, no but like how men... um, how, Objectify. How a, yeah, like, there's a number of men out there who, ob- who believe that when women, you know, wear a particular thing or dance a particular way, they're asking for it. That's true. That's but the thing is, said. women only ask for it when they ask for it. Like when they say, hey, you when they need want it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the consent part, that's the only time. But you get what I mean? Again, assumptions happen. Like, oh, I assumed you liked me just because. Oh, I think it was the point wherein she was using a scarf and then she wrapped it around Frollo. But he's like a Frollo. cardinal, though. He's not even supposed to have those kinds of thoughts right but he's human the point of it is like i feel like huh okay 
when you're deprived of sex, when you're deprived of women, when you're given the chance to see a woman you like, yeah, your head goes to the. I mean, your other head starts deciding other things, right? Yeah. So I feel like because he's deprived of a wonderful, a beautiful woman, and since you're part of the church, the vow of celibacy is there. You cannot touch yourself. You cannot do. I don't know. I don't know if you can. You cannot touch yourself. But I wouldn't know. You cannot yeah. have any carnal desires. I feel like that's his way of expressing that deeply rooted desire like if nobody can if i can't have you nobody can or this is the best way for me to love you is to destroy you because you're because you're putting emotions inside me that are contradictory to what i've learned before yeah no you know i completely agree it's just also he's also a very corrupt character remember you almost right no, but yeah, you know, amazing that I mean, I love the song because it is so frightening. You know, like thinking about it now. Wait, let's let's put up the lyrics if you, if you don't mind. Let, let's let, let me get the lyrics for you. Yeah, give me one second. Sure. So, Hellfire sure. from Hunchback. Yeah, there you go. Uh huh. Okay, I won't do the Latin part. I won't read that. But give me... Here, this line. So... Okay. So he said, Beata Maria, you know I'm so much purer than the common vocal weak licentious crowd. Then tell me, Maria, why I see her dancing there. So he's talking to Mother Mary, right? Why her, her smoldering eyes still scorch my soul? Like, Damn. Then I feel her, I see her, the sun caught in her raven hair is blazing me in out of control. Then like fire, fire, this fire, in, fire my in my skin. This yeah, burning, burning desire is burning me, turning into, me sin. into sin, right? How did this yeah. not win an Oscar for best original song, okay? Well, I feel like it's because it's part of Quasimodo. Like, I mean, you back of Notre Dame. And I think it's because it's a children's... It's a... Uh, no. The, the lyrics are... Right? Ganda. Like, I should listen to this later. You if you just dance to it, right? Like, it's you wanting something so forbidden that you sing a song about it. Yeah. And here's the... Okay, here's the next line that I like. So, th- this part, he's, he's already removing the blame from himself. It's like... He's saying it's not, it's my, not fault. my fault. I'm it's not, not my fault. I'm not it is the blame. gypsy girl, the witch who sent this flame. What, right? Then yeah. It's not my fault. If it's in God's plan, he made the devil so much stronger than a man. Like what? Well, he's just—he's just admitting that a woman is more powerful than a man. I mean, it's a given, you know. Um, like, like what I always say: uh, the future saw female ever since, right? I mean, you look at um. You look at New Zealand, they have an excellent prime minister who handled COVID well. She's a woman, right? The new God prime minister is a woman. According to uh, Ariana Grande. Uh, according to Ariana Grande, yeah. No, but like, <laughs> no, but you know, like that that song, right? It, it, it's crazy. And you know what the fun fact is? The one who wrote that song 
wrote the Little Mermaid song. Same guy. The the what's the song of of Little Mermaid when she's like part of your world? Yes, same guy wrote part of your world, which is a fun song about a girl who wants to explore the world, who doesn't know what yeah. to call feet for a few seconds. Then you have a guy writing a song about lust. <laughs> Now that I think about it, like reading the lyrics, I'm ganda. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I, love I think it's a perspective of someone. who was so repressed and who wanted to express that desire but because of his background because of his power because of where he's coming from he won't be able to enjoy what a normal person would be able to enjoy which is to talk to this woman court her be able to understand to know her but coming from his perspective of i cannot do it so maybe this person is tempting me to sin When it's exactly. not necessarily true. Yeah, it's not actually. It's all in his mind. Exactly. Because again, when you watch Esmeralda, she's not okay. Her dance is a bit, you know, maharot in a way. But it's not really, that's the culture. Like, it's like belly dancing. Yeah. I mean, it looks like that because that's yeah. how it's danced. Yeah, but but it's not eh. the intention is not to do yeah, that it's yeah, just that exactly. so sovereign skilled nila they look like yeah, they look They're like fake. they look like yeah it's very erotic yeah. but it's not necessarily trying to turn you on in many ways it's just that in his assumption that's what esmeralda was doing yeah no that's how you know um i remember you know like there are women who tell me before men are trash and all these things i never argue I'm just gonna be honest. Like I, I always tell them, the male gender is a very troubled gender. If I'm gonna be honest with you, mm. like, like if I you think... get upset, if if a guy gets upset when you say men are trash, there's there's a reason why you're upset. You know what I mean? Like, a, not a very good reason why you're upset. Mm. You know, I mean, I'm not saying it's all men, but the point is. If it's a good amount, you just have to accept it, right? And just prove that you're not one of those trashy people, right? I think it's just that the things that men do now are learned behaviors. And even if, I guess in our generation, because we point things out, but it's still up to the person to change. But it's hard to rewire yourself if you've learned something for the past. years of your life like yeah why are people assholes it's because the people around them do the same and so it's they just nurture the versus nature is that what you're saying i mean sometimes because what if nasa nature mo yon? but because of being around people of a certain or different way of living you start adapting what which is a good have. thing because ano, um think about it we we humans are into being tribe I mean, being in tribes if you're not part of the tribe you're an outcast basically you will die you will not survive so i think that's how some people live like even if i don't want to be an asshole if i wasn't people would bully me so of course i have to be a certain way in order to be accepted but right now that's any more um feasible Or to live in our society because people will call you out on your BS. But just my question to you, okay? If I can ask you this question, 
because oh. here's the thing um because right society made a society in the past made a mistake wherein you know men control women women have to you know not have their own thoughts and all of these things but here's my question what if a person was in was nurtured or, or was part of an environment where it's like that right but because like what you said, learn behavior, the person's like, you know what? I think it's kind of wrong. I want to change. Is that still an, a good thing? Is that okay? Like, does that make the person a better person because he wants to change, even if it's a learned behavior? Yeah. I feel like when you are aware of what's wrong with you and your environment and you plan on changing, that's yeah. the first step of no, being better. No, yeah. But there is also a point wherein, what if I I know that I need to change, I need to do it, but why don't I do it? Iba rin yun eh. Like, yeah. if you are aware, difference, different yung awareness and actually doing what you Correct. said you were going to do. Like, kunyari, for example, I came from an abusive background. And they shouted a lot. They The way they fight is by confronting you and shouting at you and telling you, hey, you did this to me. This is why I'm reacting to that. Versus now, the way I react to it is I sit down, I talk to myself, I ask myself, why am I feeling this certain emotion? Why did this person's action trigger me to react a certain way? And after talking about it with myself, that's when I'm calmed down, when I'm feeling much better. I just go to this person and then I tell them, hey, the way you did this made me feel a certain way. I'm not blaming you. I'm not, you know, doing this. It's just that it's I'm just letting it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a different, I mean, that's how I react now. I mean, it's for me, that's my way of stopping learned behavior. I've learned it, but I choose to not do it because there's a better way of doing something a certain way, right? Yeah. Well, I guess it's just the effort, like you, like what you mentioned, right? There's awareness and there's actually doing something. I think they go hand in hand, where you mm-hmm. should be aware first, then take action. Because you can't really take action on something you're not aware of, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like starting a project and not knowing what the goal is or how to even start it to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, That's so, true. right? So it's, it's, it's something like that. Uh, but yeah, so so going back, right? So we're talking about Frollo and his lustful desires for Esmeralda. You know, again, great song, super, super great song. And the, the, the other thing I want to ask you, um, Danny, is because um, like you hit the nail in the coffin, right? When you're saying that you have to choose to be better. Because like hmm. I was asked this question because my zodiac sign is I'm an Aries. And the Aries were, were oh, sorry, what, what's your zodiac sign if you don't mind me asking? Sagittarius. Okay, you guys are like chill people, right? Depends. <laughs> no, but Depends. like, but you know me well enough. Um, would you say that I'm an Aries based on how you know me? Because I feel like, I they're, they're, right? There's just some parts maybe like I'm a bit competitive. Mm. But um, so a person was asking me. You know, she was like, oh, you're an Aries. Okay, so how do you handle, like, arguments with, let's say, a partner or whatnot? Like, how would you react if, let's say, a partner just wants to fight you because, let's say, they're just having a bad day or whatnot, right? And my answer to her was, well, you know, for me, first thing I would do is I would li- I would listen to the person first. 
analyze what happened and figure out, okay, is, is there something I did wrong? You know, I mean, that's the first sure. thing you need to do, right? I mean, hear them out, let them blow off their steam. Um, if they're the type that needs to like walk out, you know, like walk around the block or whatnot, you get what I mean, right? But you know, me, I'm the type I listen, I analyze, then I reflect. Then if there's something that I did, no, of course you you apologize. Um, you know, say you know what I didn't mean to do this, but I'm sorry that you that I hurt you, right? Or let's say the person just really the blow off steam, or like oh, she or he needed the blow off some steam. Maybe you can talk about it later. How that made me feel that you know I didn't do anything, but you got upset, right? So, I guess it's something like that as well. Learn behavior instead of you both. Let's say having a shouting match and just hurting each other's yeah. feelings. Right. I mean, there are times where you'll be the one to listen, and maybe there are times they'll be the ones to to listen, right? But I, I mean, for me, uh, just because we're placing Sagittarius, I mean, um, star signs into this doesn't necessarily mean that yun talaga personality nila. Oh yeah, no, 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 it's not. It's just that, I mean, you know, some people like, do that, like, oh, because you know, you're Sag person, you're like this, and I'm like, does it really matter? I mean, not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, again, like Aries are known to have really bad tempers, but I don't think I really ever, I don't think you identify can with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, competitiveness, yes. Um, like taking risks, yes, <laughs> as you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but so going back now, uh, actually, the reason why I brought up the whole zodiac thing is, uh, you mentioned to me that you you go to like this festival thing right where you do like some moon stuff the moon stuff yeah it's even like like i i try to like so how many Naman. goats do you sacrifice no, I'm just kidding um, 10 10 lang as expecting mas no but um, yeah. what sorry could you explain this whole moon thing that you do oh okay so Okay, um, for context, uh, a few months ago, uh, I was invited by a friend to a farm in Tagaytay, and they have a festival called Full, um, Full Moon. Name festival, but it's more of like a gathering. Gathering. Oh, same day. Full Moon Moments. Tama, di ba? Full moon moments. Yes. Okay. May chichita ko dito. So. Okay. Yes. Eddie, wow. So, yeah. So, I was invited to perform rope there. And I was hesitant kasi yung naisip ko, when I looked at the program kasi, um, it was full of healing. Like, there was this happy ceremony and ano, para meditation and sound bath and then bigla may shibari sa dulo, di ba? Parang, ang ano dun is, um, there were lots of spiritual things happening and what if, when, when me, me bringing shibari into it with people, with the people who, who participated in, or who are participating in the ceremonies, ano, be open to me expressing this side of me, diba? or exposing this particular practice in a spiritual setting. I don't know how people will react. 
like I was thinking inside my head, would they be okay seeing someone in pain? Would they be okay seeing someone be treated a certain way that they don't have any idea of? They, the most of the people I asked there didn't know what bondage is. Like, what's BDSM? What's bondage? And I'm like, how can I explain this practice to them without Maximal making me sound like, like how can I make it sound as a, a, like a beautiful practice if I can if I say, hey, I tie people up, right? When when you hear that, what comes into mind? Sex. It's taking advantage it's me just doing what i want versus what it actually is and when i performed i performed without a script in my head like okay free flow na lang ako see that's the only thing that i can do and the person i tied was actually you know i just met him once before and he said hey i want to learn how to do it or i just want to experience it and i said i had no model going in i was like okay i have friends there who i've uh, who i've tied before but when i told them that it's going to be a vulnerable experience because it's going to be in front of people that they know and it's daunting of a task to have someone express their vulnerability in front of others diba like sabi ko sa kanya, i told him that you might cry that you might say things or you might express things that people have not seen you express are you willing to show that side to other people and during that moment it was quite magical because it was my first time tying him it was my first time tying in front of an uh, you know the, that audience a particular friend group audience thing plus it was my first time performing again after a long time so it was full of firsts so before i started the show or my performance i said to them what i'm doing is shibari this is what i do this is what happens um what i can ask of you of everyone here is to stay silent because what you're going to see is a first time session between me and a person i don't really know and um it's going to be very intimate and it's very i guess it was it's a gift from my bunny from my rope bottom for them to see something so i guess for him it's it can be very humiliating it can be very exposing very intimate and not a lot of people are willing to show that side of them but he showed it so I told them that um, this is a gift. This isn't something that that um, you can just get from another person. This person trusts you guys to give us this space. And I performed and some people walked out apparently just because they saw what I was doing to my friend. And they, they were looking so intently at the person being tied. Of course, most people would would put their um, mindset into how this my rope bunny was feeling. So my rope bottom. So one person walked out because she felt how intense the intensity of what my bunny was going through. 
and and it was it was a good it was a good performance um because of that performance a lot of questions came up like from the audience and there was i guess two questions in particular that were raised that was quite not surprising pero ano siya, it kind of relates to how society thinks about sexuality and ano, how sexes play into things so first one was tinanong niya sa akin you're a woman and parang are you showing Bearing women are let me just phrase it again. So women okay. are naturally seen as submissive. So are you show? Parang bahit dito mas dominant ka. And then that for parang na ano rang ako sa question nagano na tipo pinapa yung I I don't remember the whole question but it just felt as if he was saying that men are naturally dominant and women are submissive. Pero bakit ito yung pinapahita mo? Para are you showing us this? And I'm like, no, in, in this particular situation, I'm not putting my sex or my gender into the conversation. What I'm doing is that as a woman, or not really as a woman, as a person, I'm here with the skills to tie. I'm being of service to this person who wishes to be tied. Just because I'm a woman, He's a man. Doesn't necessarily mean that I'm imposing that I'm dominant here. No, not necessarily. At that moment, I was being of service. So basically, feeling ko that time I was a service stop. So being of service, being mindful of what the experience that this person wanted, if I can deliver, than me putting my agenda na babae ako and I want to show my dominance into this to this person in front of the crowd. No. And then there was one question then, uh, did you place your sexuality? Yun nga rin, parang, did you place your sexuality as something in, as part of the the conversation here? Sabi ko, no, it's basically just energy. Energy of me as a person. Energy niya. Do you think that energy has gender? No. So at that point, it's, it's just melting of energies. It's just moving with one another. Parang, parang sayaw lang siya. Now, when he reacts, I, when he acts or when he reacts to me, or when I do something, he reacts. And from that reaction, I do another thing to cause another reaction. So basically, it's a give and take. Na, okay, pag nakita ko na he's in pain, I change it up just so he doesn't feel pain anymore at this certain year certain angle, iibahin ko para iba naman yung maramdaman niya. So, it's basically just that. And I found it very enlightening that may mga perspectives pala na ganun. Kasi usually, when you look at it, when you look at what I do, when you look at Shibari, they just see sex. They just see me dominating. Me putting my what I want on this person without them actually knowing that what I'm doing is actually what the other person wants me to do at that particular moment. They gave me a set list of things that I can do, things that I cannot do. And in this particular person, 
said that I asked him, "What are your limits?" I mean, "What are limits?" And I'm like, "That's not something you say to me, because every person has a limit." But I understood why he said that, because he's coming from a place wherein his limits weren't listened to. And at that point, I said, when when he said during the performance, he "I want more," and I said, "No." I said no because alam kong it would be too much for them. No because it wasn't the right time. No because it's in front of other people. No because he's saying that because he's already drunk with with, you know, the hormones that come out, but ha- those happy hormones, that adrenaline that comes out when you get tired. So basically he's intoxicated with his own hormones, happy hormones. That, you, you know, when you're happy, parang gusto mo gawin lahat. Ganun yung feeling. And I said to him, you're saying that just because you're already feeling good. Pero mamaya mararamdaman mo yung katawan mo, giving in to whatever needs to come out. And after the performance, bigla na siyang tumahimik. And he started, when when he calmed down from from the experience, he started crying. I saw him crying sa ibang part ng place. And he was telling me, bait hindi ko to nalabas kanina. Sabi ko, well, it was in front of other people. Your body was trying to not cry in front of other people because that's not your space to do so. Diba? Your body was telling you, I want to release it, but not now. Kasi not everyone needs to see. Or parang... Um, hindi naman kailangan na ipahita yung expressions na yun in front of everyone. Especially if it's very personal. Especially if you're going through something and not a lot of people should know about that. Ganun. So, sinabi ko na it's a personal journey and it's a very spiritual journey. And during that moment kasi, I show them how spiritual it is. It's not sex. Shibari is not sex. It's actually a beautiful way to connect with people. And It's very abstract now because you don't see it. Because you don't know the perspectives of me and the person I'm tying. But from based on what I've I've been giving or I've been presenting to the world or to, to, to the people I show my art to, it's a very mindful um, practice. It's something not easily done by everyone. Like anyone can tie. Anyone can learn, but to actually practice it, to be of service, to be a safe space to express desires that are seen as taboo is is hard to give. It's hard to be present. It's hard to be the person doing it, just to be of service because you think about so many things. Because when you're the one being tied, All you have to do is be present for yourself. You just let the other person move. You're very much responsible for how you feel. So if you feel like something is pinching, something doesn't feel right, you tell your rigor, the person tying you. But as a rigor, I think of so many things. I think about myself. I think about the other person. I think about the ties. I think about the sequences. I think about how much time I have left. I think about their headspace. I think about my headspace. I think about Um, possible injuries, possible um, their limitations, what I can do, what I can't do. So there's so much, so many things 
I have to think about. And it's not easy. Just people, just, I mean, just because people see it online wherein, oh, you know, I can tie. It's not that. There's so much responsibility. There's so, man, so many aspects to it that not a lot of people think about. So, I'm, and it's not something scary. I mean, I'm not scaring people. It's just that to give it in a spiritual sense, to be of, uh, for me, for rope, the way I practice rope is very healing. So, um, for me that night, I found a sense of what I want to do in rope. It's not anymore just aesthetic, but it's actually to heal people. So, in terms of yung sa full moon moments, I'm gonna unlock yung possibility that my practice is very spiritual. It's just that it's a different modality. There's just a little pain involved, if ever there is. But it's mostly just me giving space, me giving them um, the means to express, to feel, to to be tied down in a safe environment. And um, from then on, parang natuwa ako that I have an avenue to share my art in a different in in a different space. Because usually when you when you think about BDSM, kasi, you think of it as, you know, bar setting with drinks, with, you know, red lights, red everything, like dark music. But it doesn't have to be. You know, parang ganun, parang na-unlock ko lang na, oh, this is me. This is my the way I express it. This is the way I envisioned it to be before. And now I'm actually living it, and I was given the opportunity during the full moon moments. Then. Well, you know, I was thinking about it. No, uh, you are right. When 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 I thought about Shibari at first, when I first met you three years ago, three uh, years ago, na ba yun? Well, three seasons ago. So technically, two years ago. Two 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 years ago, two and a half. Yeah, yeah ganun. That's the first thing. Unfortunately, it's because of um, Fifty Shades. Yeah. But, you know, when I got to know you and hear your explanation and thinking about it, I mean, you know me, I'm a cracker, I'm vanilla, not my thing whatsoever at all. That's right. You know, but I do respect how, um, because here's the thing, though. When it comes to stuff like this, like tying someone up, it's it's the eye of the beholder who puts meaning to it. Right. Exactly. I mean, unless if you guys decide to have like sex in front of everyone, then I don't think there's no more I have the beholder there because you guys are doing the thing already, right? But um but thinking about it now, like you open a dimension saying that rope, even with pain, also heals people in a way. Because of meaning, yeah. because of purpose, right? Like you could tie someone up. To make them realize that yeah, maybe they are vulnerable and it's okay to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But you also have to know your emotions, I guess. Understand your emotions, uh, make your peace with your emotions, and all these things. So even if me, the most vanilla person of all time, probably uh, doesn't understand why people would do uh, not really doesn't understand, but more of like I would not do it myself. Mm. I do understand why maybe some people 
um, need something like that to find their peace. Because like what you said, it's not always sexual. Mm-hmm. Right? I think anything in life um, could become sexual if that's what the if that's how a person sees it. But doesn't mean that everyone sees it that way. Because. Like your example of belly dancing. Right? Shakira always belly dances, but I don't see it sexual. I'm more like, where the hell are her intestines? You know, like how can she move like that? <laughs> I don't think that's the first thing that came to my mind when I ever when I first saw Shakira dance. You, you know, I'm like, does this person not have a pituka? Like the hell? You know what I mean? But for other people, they see it sexually. So it's really more of the eye of the beholder is what it is. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah. Of course, but again, there are some times where it's obvious already. Like, you have to be blind not to know that it's sex. You know? So, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Like I said, you can always involve sex. Now, man. But oh, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like a lot of people just interpret it as, oh, it's sex. a means to have sex. Yeah. But what if I use sex to get the emotions, the so the sensations I want them to feel? Because that's what they want to feel. I mean, consent, right? Yeah. Exactly. So it really depends. Pero sa parang, I guess it's not just sex. I mean, I think everything is sexualized lately. Parang oh. it's not all about that. Yeah. It's not all about that. What if I'm just using it as a way to make them feel a certain way because they want to feel it through me, yeah. through the way I do it? Yeah. So it yeah, really depends. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really the interpretation of the person. I mean, the way you described your whole moon thing. Uh, I make it sound like a cult? No, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> no, I know, I know. No, no, no. Okay, so to my listeners, it's not a cult. It's just that. Sorry, what's it called again? Moon what? Full moon moments. Actually, my full like moon moments this weekend. Well, enjoy. Uh, bring me some piaya, please. I'm just kidding. Um, Maraming no, piaya uh, sa grocery. No, I meant piaya from uh, Antonio's. Wow. Dadayo pa talaga ako. Isn't that on the way? But anyway, I, I wouldn't know. No, but like the, the full moon moments, like the way you described it, you're like, you guys did it in like a group, in front of a group of people and you just tied him. You know, there's no yeah. like sexual acts there and stuff. And no, I guess. No. And like what you said, some people walked out because maybe they just couldn't handle it. Yeah, I, I mean, naman yun eh, like if you need to walk out, give yourself space. It's because how it's how you interpret it. Because I performed years back then, and may umiyak, may natuwa, may nagalit. So it really depends on how you interpret what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, iba rin yung nararamdaman namin nung tinatali ko. Like, maybe nakita nyo na naiiyak kayo kasi nasasaktan kayo. Pero yun pala, sa, uh, like, you know Ian, right? I performed with Ian before. And dun sa, ano, dun sa ginawa namin, sinampal ko siya. Sinampal ko siya dun sa ginawa ko. And he, he so, so mga tao, na-shock dun. And then after the performance, we were talking to each other. So sabi ko, alam mo, sarap mong ingudngud sa floor nun eh. So, sabi niya, actually, gusto ko nga rin eh. So, mga, gano'n kaming conversations. 
Let people see as parang, holy fuck, why? Why would you want that? Pero what if at that moment, gusto namin, but I didn't act on it because it wasn't the right place. It wasn't the right time. We were in front of a large group of people. And ito lang yung pinractice namin. Ito lang yung intention namin. The intention is to f- make them feel this way. And it would be so much, sobra na, if I started, you know, putting Ian's head on the floor and then smashing it there or tipong yung sinasabunutan ko siya or whatever. So, so it really depends on the intention. You know, the inten- intention that time, sa full moon moments, was to make people aware of what Shibari is and how it can affect a person and how wonderful of a practice it is and how I per- changed how people perceived it from something sexual to something intentional, something spiritual of nature and something healing. Ayun. I guess the one thing I guess no, no, then because you know BDS at times isn't sexual, I guess. Because yeah, you know not most of the time. Not, like, not, like, I can, I can. I would say maybe it's like a 50-50. I don't know. I'm not into those kinds of things. Well, depends because what you mean of sexual, sexual yeah. in nature could mean uh, hand jobs, blow jobs, um, stimulating yeah. of yeah. stimulation of genitals. That's sexual, but yeah. Marin then sexual in terms of penis and vagina, yung putting things inside the body. So it really depends on perspective. But okay, there are but... people like me who play non-sexually, so it can be of the mind, me yeah. just telling stories, diba? or letting them know certain things, people, oh, do this for me. I'm not really doing anything sexual to them. Diba? But the question is though, okay, so physically speaking, you're not doing anything sexual to them because you're just like, hey, cook me a pork chop or what? What? What a random thing. Okay, um, hey, let's just do it. Okay, so cook me a pork chop or whatever. But the the submissive person, question is, do they feel it sexually in the sense that they're getting sexually fulfilled? Oh, not the society. That, that makes sense. There's there's for them because or some people some people I met they just like being of service being of service to a person they really really like na tipo use me because you will have a better life like I want to be used by you not sexually but pwede rin naman na what if they acts give me tributes what if oh like acts of service na para, well I found a woman I want to serve but because I cannot serve in the traditional way maybe I can serve you by giving you tributes by by sending you food whenever I ask, whenever you ask. Ganon. May may sabi ko dati, as in Chinese siya, hindi kami nagkakaintindihan. Kasi nag-google translate lang kami sa isa't isa. But he was such a great sub. Kasi para tatlongin niya, do you still have groceries? As in, ganun siya, do you still have groceries? So we go, wala. This is during the pandemic, ha? Sabi ko, wala. Tapos magpapadala lang siya. He's just going to get, like, ask me, what do you want? What do you need? And then he's just going to send it to me. And then I just get it. And he basically, he's providing for me just because he sees me as a queen that deserves to be care- to be taken care of. 
to be fed, to be, you know, to be given those types of, oh no, service. And that for me is such a beautiful thing, diba? Na, it's not sexual in nature. It's them just appreciating me as a person and be, me being able to give their desires through BDSM, but at the same time, them being of service to me in the ways I want I want to be served. Tipo, I don't really need some, for someone to take me on a vacation. Yes, it's nice, but you know, even just thinking about everyday tasks, diba? like, okay, I need this. I need to buy food. As in, like, randomly, I just said, uh, I was like, oh, hey, I need to buy groceries. It's like, you don't know. It's like, sigit padala na lang hita para hindi ka na mahasel. That's such a beautiful way of serving me. Like, of being of service. And a lot of, I guess, the people, yung mga nakasama ko, siya, puro subs na who are looking for sexual gain, favors. People, I, I will do this if you jerk me off. And I'm like, that's not how it works. Diba? So that's a different fetish altogether. More of like, because a lot of people use BDSM as a way to jerk themselves off. So yung nangyayari is, ako, nagiging, ano lang, parang glorified prostitute. Na tipong, just because I know BDSM doesn't mean that I'm going to have sex with you doesn't mean uh, I'll just jerk you off. But BDSM for me, the way I practice it is me learning about you as a person, me helping you out with your desires, being non-judgmental, but don't take into account that just because I'm doing this means that I want to have sex with you. It's not. And usually, because we're so mind games, eh. Like, oh, there's also a part of me that likes corrupting people. A tipong, you tell me about your desire, and then I I enable it. Enabler ako. Na, oh, it's, there was one person who said, I want to be a sissy. And I said to them, sige, turuan kita kung paano. Kasi that's your desire. And as a friend, I mean, as a person I've talked to, then uh, parang hindi niya nalalabas yung desires niya na yun. And what if I am a gateway to them expressing it? hindi na nila kailangan itago. Di ba magandang, ano yun, na you can express that side of you that nobody really knows in a safe space. If I can be like that for you, and that's something nice. And this person just gives me money for it sometimes. Because he gets to express that part of them. And gusto nila na magbayad. Okay, go. But I'm not requiring them. Because for me, it's a lifestyle. It's not a money-making machine for me. I mean, I could if I wanted to, but it's a passion. And I feel like if I place so much money, or tipong, if I make it into a money-making thing, the passion will suddenly right. die. Because for me, parang I'm looking for ways to earn from it rather than it being what it is, something I'm passionate about. Because I have my day job, and the day job serves that purpose of me slaving away for money. money yeah and being able to fund my passions which is much better than my passions funding me mapapagod din ako mawawala yung mawawala yung fire that i give those passions Ayan. ask me what my desire is 
what is your desire, sir? To be, to have a loving and supportive relationship. Guys, binubugaw ko si Paolo Aguas. No, I did that, I did that to, um, I did that to your friend. Ah, uh, shucks, what's, ah, uh, shucks, what's her name? Oh, no, 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 I did that to Coco. I did that as a joke to Coco also. Oh, binugaw ka nga. Hindi, no. No. So, no, this no, this was no, this is episode three of this season. So we were talking about um kinks and stuff. Then they're like, So what's your oh, yeah. kink? And then I'm like, Me? You're asking the wrong person, right? The guy yeah, with yeah. zero kinks and whatnot. So I said, um, mo, I said no, none. Like, wala talaga, dude. Like, wala I'm talaga. like, that's why right. so I told Coco, I'm like, my kink is to being in a loving, supportive relationship that is healthy. That's so vanilla, <laughs> Huh? That's very vanilla. Like, everybody wants that, man. Yeah, that, that, it's a joke, man. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. But cool. So, I guess, Dan, I don't want to keep you too long, but I guess I just want to ask you one last question. So, in terms of, you know, Shabari and, um, you know, I, let's just stick with Shabari. Because flow artistry, I kind of get what it is. It, I can't imagine that being sexualized, but I guess there's someone who's going to find a way. But um, in terms of Shabari, what is the one thing you want people to know about it that you feel is very vital to Shabari? I think... When it comes to practicing it, okay, you should learn it not because it's for you to have sex with someone, to just tie them down, to just, you know, do what you want with them. Learn it because you want to connect. Learn it because it's a gateway or a pathway for you to to understand and learn more about yourself. And, you know, in terms of Shibari, kasi I've learned so many things about myself, about how I think, about how I process, about how I do certain things and incorporate it into my role. So whatever I've learned from Poi, from Flow Arts, from, from my everyday conversation, sometimes I place that into, into my rope. The things that I pick up from learning Reiki or some other healing modality, even the way oh, I bring up with that Reiki episode, remember? It was your friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was my friend. Yeah, what's her name again? That really cool girl. Oh, oh. Celine. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have her so, back. Go for it. It like talk. To her about what your journey was. So anyway, going back to the rope. Wait, my journey? So, what journey? You know, yung the bow you read you online. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. your your baby boy, your yeah. inner self, like the inner child. Anyway, um, going back, it's it's how it's wonderful of a practice to to learn about when you have when you want to to have a deeper sense of connection with another person. For me, right now, the way I practice it is it's my way of getting in, getting to learn, getting to learn the other person, having inner conversations without the need for words. 
minsan nga ano nga eh, dahil I guess because of being in being surrounded by spiritual people nung sa full moon moments and, you know and being able to hang out with them again and again and again and again there was there's a part of me that unlocked that ano um in my intuition is more is higher in some ways and me being able to pick up energy kasi nangyari when i tie someone sometimes i tell them about what i what i see in my head So there was one time where I tied this person and I saw their inner child saying hi. Pero ano, ramdam ko yung ayaw niya pang ipapasok yung, kung si, yung me, my energy to access that. So parang nag-high lang, pero alam kong may wall. So after talking to them about it, sabi niya, actually may wall ako. Parang hindi ko pa mabuksan. And I felt it. So yung mga ganong conversations, it sounds so very woo-woo. Para, oh, wala lang yan, joke lang yan. Parang you're saying all of these things. Pero what if it's true? It's just that you cannot fathom it because you haven't experienced that kind of deep connection, that deep, you know, introspection yeah. of what's happening, diba? It's yeah. you, it's me and them sitting down and saying, hey, this is what I've seen, what I've felt. It's not. I'm not gonna judge you for what you've seen or felt because some people that I've hanged out with would, t- would tell me that in their meditations, ito yung nangyayari sa utak nila. <laughs> diba? So, parang, there's no right or wrong. It's just how we interpret it and how we open ourselves up to what the messages are. What, what messages are flowing in our minds or in our hearts during that moment. Yeah. Great. Well, Danny, you know, thank you so much. You know, it's always a pleasure to have you here. I'm glad you're able to make time for me for season three. I don't know if you'll have time for season four, or even if I'll Let's have the end. Oh, mamaya, ipa ano man naman ako. Ipa ano um ipa co-host man naman ako. No, no, no. I think um for now it's still a solo ship for mm-hmm. me. But yeah. But yeah, thanks again so much, Danny. Uh, do you have any plugins like you know if people want to message you, talk to you, you know stuff like that? As always, uh, wala na akong Instagram because uh, you know Instagram just yeets me out all the time. Instagram. So my only channel for people to reach me is through Twitter. So in Twitter, I am just at I am nudista. The basic, 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 basic. <laughs> Um, I am Nudista on Twitter. So, ayun, I mean, people can reach out to me. Pero wag naman yung puro sex. Kasi lahat ng DM ko puro sex eh. Parang, do you walk? Do you, do you, uh, parang, hi mommy. And I'm like, what am I going to do with that conversation? No, because kasi yung ano, nakalagay dun sa, sa name ko is Nudista. Tapos, uh, call me mommy. So, people just message me and say, hi mommy. And I'm like, you not. I'm not gonna respond to something that says "Hi, mommy," and there's no objective of what. But what, what? If it's a friend? Huh? What if it's a friend? Like, would you? What if it's a friend? I mean, I want say basic practice. Cause if I'm going to message someone, I'm already going to place "Hi, name." I need this from you. Or how have you been? I have, and I place my objective. Na pupunta ka ba dito? Versus, hi. I'm like, you could have just messaged me with everything that you need to tell me so that yeah. I can reply with the same thought and energy. Diba? Not a waste yeah. of time. 
may, may nag-message nga recently, parang hi. And I'm like, hi, yes, what? Bakit po kayo nag-message? Niyo, Wala lang, nangangamusta lang. And I know, it wasn't just nangangamusta. No, and you I'm said, you said like, Eddie, wow. <laughs> K, no, letter K. Oh, letter K, na small pa. Sobrang, mm-hmm. <laughs> walang effort. <laughs> Wait, ganun yung tatay ko mag-message sa, or no? Okay. Eh, kasi he's a boomer, so, you know. He's a boomer. Boomer birthday. He's 47. Oh, he's not a boomer then. He's, he's just a tito. Boomer. Zanella. He's a tito. Yeah. Anyway, but, sige. Yeah, but anyway, well, thanks again so much, Danny. As always, you're an awesome, awesome guest. Uh, if I could do a plug-in, guys. Uh, so Iglap does have our usual episodes. You know, the, the ones that are like 1R, 1R+. But we do have a new series called Iglap Short Talks. So you can just go to the Spotify page and you'll see there are already three episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't think Danny... Have you listened to all three or I only sent you a link to just one? So I've seen... I've, I've only heard one. Pero I saw dun sa... Kasi I followed the podcast. Oh, thank you. Okay. episode two, but I haven't episode um, I have I haven't heard about two and three pa I mean oh, so, you're na third na so okay, I can listen so, and then judge you please do no like so episode one is about the two cups I'm planning to do a part two of that later on uh then the second episode is fireworks and bonfires mm-hmm. and the current episode or the most recent is pursuing versus chasing Mm-hmm. So, Ooh, yeah, we're swing versus chasing. I will want to hear about that one. You know, I'm going, you know, I'm like Taylor Swift. I have different eras. And I'm like in the wise old moose in the Pixar movie era. Mm. You, you know, like the wise old moose says, you know, Danny, don't go into the caves during monsoon season. It can be quite mm. treacherous. Well, yeah, but yeah, so guys, you know, please do give it a shot. Give give it a try. It's only like 15 minutes and below in terms of like running time. So you could do it while exercising, while jogging. Or habang naliligo. Yeah, or even just while you're taking shots or whatever, right? <laughs> Every time you agree with me, take a shot. <laughs> then for like 13 minutes, oh they're just taking <laughs> What's wrong with that? No, no. It's your fault. <laughs> okay, but yeah, um, thank you again so much, Dan. You've been awesome. Uh Iglap will be thank back. You for having me. You. Uh but yeah, until then, guys, uh take care. Thank you, and yeah, take care everyone. Bye everyone. <laughs>